For me, I I personally think um, I've as even as a kid, I really think I've I've always had mental problems. Um, obviously, you know, just based, you know, I'd obviously had, you know, my my mum was in a a very you know domestic um, abuse violent relationship, um, and I was obviously I was been I'd have been about obviously when this relationship's going, I'd have been about six something like that. Um, and like I said, it just obviously you'd hear uh, broken windows go through. You know, obviously, you know, obviously your mum getting beat up. Uh, there was one time he's obviously he's got in the house. You know, obviously drugged up to his head, and basically said, "I'm," you know, basically said, "Well, mum, I'm going to pull your hair out and whatever." Um, basically, just you know, and, and there it was, just yanked the hair out and. Did all that, and as a kid, you couldn't do anything about it. Um, and like I said, obviously, you know, and then we had a, you know, we had problems going. Obviously, then that that finished. Um, obviously, that was twelve years of that, and then, um, you know, obviously we had to we had to move house. Um, obviously, we had neighbours who would obviously um, who were very traumatic. You know, very very disturbing. Um, Obviously, an incident went on where, obviously, um, we were out on a charity charity pool night, and um, basically, I went to obviously I went to my girlfriend's at the time, and I got a phone call basically saying you've got to come home. Um, you know, Mark, my mum's fella's been stabbed, um, and obviously he got stabbed in the head, just missed his jugular, and like I said, obviously it was my it was me my mum's ex, and like I said, it just obviously burglary, you know house got tipped upside down and whatever and then literally they couldn't they said they couldn't prove anything got away with a lot um but it just after it was just after that the trauma the trauma it was mm. just it continued it continued it got to the point where i had a panic attack in my house um and then again i was i was coaching i had a, my team had a game um anyway same anyway i was in the car see my see my mum nana panty um, at the shop, I pulled over. Said, "What's happening?" Um, basically, it, it all started again. Where down the road, you know, has obviously caused trouble again. Hmm. Um, our next door neighbours caused trouble. Um, basically, tried to run her mum's fella over and whatever. Um, and like I said, I had, I just I collapsed. I just basically went into a panic attack. Um, hmm. Like I said, ambulance came and whatever. Um, like I said, I'd, I just always have palpitations and whatever, um, and obviously that's what. And obviously, once we moved house, it's it's been since we've moved moved house, it's been a a total breath of fresh air. It's mm. just you know to get to get yeah. it. It just felt like all the trauma just went away. Yeah, um, you know, it just felt you know that obviously it went it went all it, that's that's all gone off me. Obviously, you know, knew knew that me, you know, my mum was in a better place. Um, Again, looking out for family, mm. um, and obviously, then, like I said, obviously, I got myself into a better place myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I definitely say that I've probably suffered it from a kid, but not realised until 23, 20, yeah. 20, about twenty, about twenty, was it about twenty three? Yeah, about twenty three. So um, I've not realised until I was twenty three year old. Yeah. So it's just one of the things, you know. I mean, obviously, you see things, you know, you. 
you probably see things as a kid and see things as a child. And, you know, and obviously that, that just sticks in the back of your head, but you don't think about it. But then stuff like that comes up. The good thing is you've recognised it. That's the main thing. I mean, you've got like an extra 12 yeah. years on me now. I didn't discover this until I was like 35, 36. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd been through a lot when I was at school, for me anyway, because I'm I'm not the strongest person in the world. And when mm-hmm. you're five foot tall until you're about 16, you've got a side part in pudding ball haircut and glasses that like you wouldn't put out on the bottom of a jam jar. <laughs> an easy target. I mean, I know I'm as blind as a bat and I've come to accept it now, but like yeah. put those three things together in one kid between the age of 13, between the age of 12 and 16. And it was just a nightmare. Like for me, mm. it became that I ended up having to be on anti-anxiety medication because mm. every morning I'd get up and get ready for school and I'd have absolutely no problems until I'd got to the back door. I'd put my hand on the handle and my throat would close up and I just wouldn't be able to breathe. I never wanted to go anywhere. Yeah. Every time I set foot out of the house, even to go and play football with my mates, it was, you know, fighting back, not throwing up on my own feet and what have you. Yeah. Uh, I was on, like I said, I was on the medication for, for 12 years and it was genuinely the best thing that ever happened to me because it, ne- it never stopped me from dealing with anything, but it allowed me to start having a life. And it got to a point where I was, I think it was 25, and I just thought, I don't want to be taking these tablets every night for the rest mm. of my life. It was two tablets a night, every night. And uh, as much as people joke about it and whether it was the placebo effect or whatever, but I went and saw a homeopath and I changed a couple of things and she gave me some tablets that I assume were made from boiled nettles and God knows where else, mm. but it worked like a charm. And and since that point, I've, I've it's always been a thing in the back of my mind that having spent you know, five years at secondary school being told that you're worthless and you're not good enough. And, mm. you know, and that's yeah. why people your own age, that it, it, it gets to become your normal. You, you build, begin to believe these things yourself. And yeah. taking that step at 26, 27 to start to get rid of that, it was very, very difficult to come off that medication for one thing mm. yeah. and has always been in the back of my brain. And it's only been in the last three to four years mm. that I've, I've finally got my head straight to realize that, I'm happy with who I am. You know, yeah. if people don't, you know, understand why I love computers the way that I do and, you know, yeah. then that's their problem, you know. Yeah. I've always had a fascination for computers and I, I even I can't understand what it is, but it's yeah, something yeah. I was mercilessly mocked for and ridiculed as, as a kid growing up. Oh, you're a geek and you're a nerd and everything. It kind of makes me wish that if I'd have been born 10 years later... <laughs> Like this, this is my time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'd have been born in '92 instead of '82, you know, I would have caught the tail end of Oasis and uh, and still been, uh, you know, and actually it felt like I fitted into the side into society. Yeah. But yeah. I have an, an amazing group of friends around me now that mm. they, they, they admittedly they ridiculed me for it, but I get that they're doing it in a friendly way. That there's yeah. no malice behind anything that they yeah. say. Yeah, and I have now finally become accepting of the person that I am. And I think that is, for me, it's a huge step forward because now I feel like I can actually enjoy who I am. You know, I yeah, don't think because yeah. I've not had the greatest success when it's come to dating and relationships and what have you. And I think I've always wanted to put on a dog and pony show because I've been afraid of who I am that, you know, I love movies and I love computers and, you know, mm. basically everything that I was ever told that nobody is ever interested in and nobody will want you for. And yeah. now I'm to a point where I think, well, I just don't care about that anymore. If they don't like the things that I do and who I am as a person, then they're not worth hanging around with. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, obviously talking about the IT side of things, obviously 
I mean, I've got, like I said, I'm, I'm on live stream right now. Um, I mean, over over the lockdown, um, it's probably something what I've never thought about. Um, but I just felt like I needed something to keep my my mind occupied through the day. Yeah. Um, because people would say, "Look, why don't you get a day job? Why don't you do this? Why don't you?" And I just thought, "Well, I don't want. I don't really want a day job. I'm happy of what I've got at this mm. moment in time." Obviously, my coaching and, and playing football. Um, but then it just obviously over the lockdown. Um, obviously, you know, I knew that we were getting locked down for three weeks. So I was just like, right, what am I going to do with myself? Can't see. I can't see Claire because we're obviously we're isolating. Mm. Um, so basically, I got. I, I literally I, what I did is I, I sold my PS4 a couple of years back. Anyway, I bought a brand new one. Got a brand new one, and then. Um, I started watching a couple of streamers um, on Facebook gaming and whatever, and then I thought, you know what? That is actually something that I'd be really, really interested in because I've always loved video games and whatever. Um, I've always loved playing, you know, the, like you said, the Call of Duties, but, you know, all the games, the Fifas and whatever. I've, I've, I've always loved it, but I've never thought about actually streaming it. And honestly, since doing the streaming, since getting, obviously, the equipment in, obviously, the you know, the, you've got your tower, the two monitors, the, the, the microphone, the webcam, and... Obviously, that it's helped me as well with mm. my with my mental health. You know, coming into coming into the chat, coming into the chat, coming into the make. You know, growing a growing a community mm. where you know. I mean, like I said, I have, I, have, I mean, I have Adrian Cole in the I have Adrian Cole who um who watches the watches the streams and he's a he's a moderator for me. Um, and you know, like I said, he's you know to have someone from Whitby. Um, like I said, another lad, Luke Taylor from Whippy, a Whippy Town fan. You know, obviously to have to have people from Whippy Town linked up with your gaming page mm. is is unbelievable. Um, and obviously with with other people as well. And like I said, since I've been, obviously I've, I mean I've only I've only been doing this for four months. Um, but like I said, you know, to get to get your subscribers badge, to get like you know when you you get like stars sent, um, like it's like. One one stars one cent, so mm. you know you basically build that up, and you basically get a you get a bit of a payoff. You get a bit of a payoff, um, you know, gaming. And it, it, I, I'm absolutely, I absolutely love it, and it's it's just so refreshing for the mind, knowing mm. that you've got an unbelievable community behind you. You know, it, it's a bit bit like a, a little family, really. Yeah. Um, knowing that if you are struggling, you've got something to talk about. I mean, yeah. I did a um, I did a charity stream for uh, the Mind Charity. And we raised uh, we raised three hundred pound for that on on stream. So I mean, I mean, getting donations like getting donations like seventy five pound there, twenty five pound there, thirty pound there. And everyone just everyone, and it just shows that how much mental health yeah. is so so important to talk yeah. about. It's a massive, you know, it's a massive thing, massive thing. So yeah, certainly it's. Um... I mean, there obviously you found that with gaming, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean you found that with your gaming there, Shane. I mean for me it was. Um, I mean we're on this stream now with Blue Sergiati, and I think for me in lockdown that was sort of the thing that was, you know, it helped me rediscover my love of just writing about something. Because hmm. I mean, obviously when I was going through everything, I just lost that will to write anything. To be quite honest, I didn't even want to write the program notes for a Saturday match. You know, it was a point where I didn't even want to write about Whitby Town, didn't want to write about anything. 
And at the time, I was working as a journalist, so that's not exactly ideal, is it? You know. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, you know, it's it's something that I look back now, and at that point, I didn't want to do it because I just I didn't feel any confidence in my ability to do it. I didn't feel like I was good enough to do it. Yeah. Um, I sat down and with my boss at the time, we asked the question, do you think you can be, do you still think you can be a good journalist? And I said, yes, but in my head, I was like, no, you know, at that point, I just, just wanted to cut free of journalism. And, you know, a few weeks later I was out of it. Um, and that felt at that point, like a massive weight off the shoulders because I just, from, don't get me wrong, the people that I worked with were brilliant. But I just felt three, four weeks into the job, everything just felt like it was just going downwards and downwards and downwards constantly. Mm. And I just had to find distractions wherever I could. Like you mentioned, Lee, about obviously that sort of choking feeling in your throat. Mm. That was that was something I was feeling on a daily basis, just going to your nine-to-five job, you know. And was something that I'd wanted to do for, you know, eight, nine, ten years up to that point, to have that feeling three, four weeks into the job that you just started is just, I think you know then that something isn't right. And I'd lost that, lost that whole love of writing about anything. Mm, yeah. And then it, it took me, I mean, it took me one false start with Blue Sechi Art. We were going to do it sort of around the start of 2019. We were going to launch yeah. it and it just, I couldn't, yeah. yeah. Just couldn't get the motivation yeah. to, to write anything or even to read sub-anything yeah. either. I mean, like I mean, like I said, obviously, I've got the chat going in, in, in my stream, and um, obviously, whilst, the, whilst we had the charity going, um, we had someone coming in, and he was obviously, he was struggling with mental health, and like I said, he's just put a message there. He's just said, I've had, I had a chat with, I had a chat with uh, Dr. Snuz and whatever, and a while back, and he had a, he's, obviously, when we were raising money for Mind, he actually got some sessions with Mind, so, like I said, the, you know, he basically said, "I have a chat with Doctor Snows a while back and had a few, um, had a few sessions with mind. Really helped, really helped. Loved what you're doing, you know. So again, it's just, you know, it, it it's not, ju- it's not me just playing. It's not me getting the attention. I want to, you know, try. If if there's anyone struggling in my chat, you know, I'd love to, obviously, try and help them, you know, with anyone, anyone who, you know, I'm only a message away. I'm a phone call away. I'm, you know, when I'm on stream, if anyone's got a problem. I can speak to them if they've got any problems. They can speak with an open mind and they've got a very supportive community behind them. So I think that's what it's all about. I mean, just like I said, just get people talking. Um, I mean, like I said, obviously in my area, it's, you know, it's been a bit of a sad time in my area. I mean, we've had like, you know, there's been four to five, you know, either, you know, four to five, you know, suicides or mental health issues and, it's it's you know it's it's not it's not good it's not when you when you when you see people who you went to school with when you when you see people you know people your mates losing loved ones it's to to this to this illness it's it's not great to see because it's just you know it's it's heartbreaking for it's heartbreaking for families so yeah. I mean like I said that's why this is why we're this is why we're doing this is why we're doing this tonight you know to uh, to raise awareness. Absolutely, Shane. I think there's a real importance of that sort of community that you mentioned there. Um, and again, I'll come back to that sort of time where I was losing my sort of will to do anything, quite frankly. Yeah. And obviously, in the end, I just had to step away from the club for a while. 
Um, what I will say about Whitby Town Football Club is what an unbelievable yeah. football club. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, you, you mentioned earlier about it being a family. It really, truly was because as soon as I put that out, you know, I had, I think, the first text with Andy Monkhouse saying, you know, if you ever need anything, let me know. Yeah. Same with Lee Bullock, Chardy, Cal Patton, you know, Jack Norton, pretty much everyone, the whole squad that day. Mm-hmm. So, I was meant to, obviously, I was meant to be travelling to Stafford with the players and it just, it. I woke up and I just could not get out of bed. I couldn't physically, couldn't physically move. Mm-hmm. And I've had I've had times like that where I just couldn't physically get out of bed to go yeah. to a game. Mm-hmm. Bar- um, Barry last me. season, I just couldn't do it. Barry. And yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And it was it was mm-hmm. just these things where I just couldn't physically get myself out of bed. And you know that day when I put that message on Facebook, yeah, because I was I was absolutely shitting myself putting it on because. I mean, for me, I, I don't really, and I should talk more, but I don't talk enough, you know, about anything. Yeah. And that is my downfall quite a lot of the time. Yep. Um, but I thought, right, I'm going to put this out. Whatever's happening is happening, but people then know why I'm like I am at the minute, why yep. my work's affected, why my football's affected, mm. why my life's affected. And like, like mm. we said earlier, the weight off the shoulder mm. was unbelievable. But that sense of, family and community from Whitby Town Football Club from you know from Eddie at the top Eddie was yeah. absolutely brilliant Graham Hinchliffe absolutely brilliant as well everyone on the board you know the investors everything the players obviously charging his management team the support was unbelievable and I, I yeah I think I took two months off at that point and I felt I felt completely different from the point where I started taking off sort of Stafford to the point where I went back for the Scarborough game and I said whatever's happening I'm going to try and get myself back to commentate on the Scarborough game mm. and I just felt like a different person mm. I just felt unbelievably good that day yeah and that that might have been the high of beating Scarborough as well but, <laughs> you know for the you know just just for the moments to commentate on Jack Norton's penalty save and you know to be fair, I, I was that I was at that game because I know our game was called off, and I was at the uh, the Scarborough game. Then I was at the Scarborough v Whippy game, and I remember I, I had a really, I had a really shit Christmas, really shit New Year. Didn't go out or anything. Um, I remember just New Year when the when, obviously the midnight. Normally, I'd go and you know, go and you know, wish me, wish me, you know, me mum all the best and whatever. And I didn't. I just, I, I, I just broke down. I just again. This was after counselling, and um, I think, well, I think it was like I, I think he had like two sessions left. Um, I, I knew he had one on the third of January, um, but again, I mean, I went back. I went again. I went to that Whippy Town game, and I felt, you know, I felt I, I need to be back here because the game itself was unbelievable. I mean, even to beat, you know, to beat Scarborough two 0 and obviously me being there as a supporter. You know, I mean, just being sat in, you know, to watch to watch a game of football with my granddad instead of how instead of my granddad watching me and the team, mm-hmm. you know, was absolutely unbelievable. To just sit beside him and obviously talk about things and get a couple of things off my chest whilst watching, you know, a club what's very close to my heart. Um, 
and you know to be to be I think perspective there is, isn't it Shane, you know and and i think one thing that community mm-hmm. does give you yeah, uh, i say i i almost feel uncomfortable almost trying to like i i mean i'm not immune to it i've been there with mental health i've had bad days but but the one thing i think that's kept me away from a, a meltdown is is perspective and the people around me listening listening to how they see things and you know just to use a whitby example and mm. paul will start laughing because he knows this is coming out uh, i uh a picture went on social media a picture went on of um ashton ashton away you'll remember it shane you were in goal we won one nil and it were miserable it were it were pitch black floodlights you might as well have had four candles out in every corner for yeah. floodlights and you know, as I always say, I'm, I've got a camera, but it's not a magic camera. Do you know what I mean? There's only so much you can do. And um, yeah, I got all the pictures back, yeah. and I thought, right, I can't, yeah. I can't do what I normally do here because it's dark. It's really dark. Um, so I'm going to do a black and white. I'm going to do a black and white um, album. We're going to yeah. do something a bit different. We're going to launch. You know, we're going to just just mix it up for the fans a bit. And I personally, I think, I think it looked pretty good. It wasn't brilliant, you know. I think it looked, I, I thought it was yeah. brilliant. I mean, I, I think I actually used some photos myself that night. And like I said, in obviously, again, when you were obviously you using your initiative to obviously make yeah. them black and white photos was, was incredible. It was, it was a, it was decent. <laughs> I you mean, know what's that? but, but that's not everyone's <laughs> taste. And I'd, I'd, I, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, I just I'm I'm laughing at I'm just one moment in that game where, you know, we had a we had a scramble just when we had a scramble in the box <laughs> and all he sees is Millsy just run into our own box, <laughs> and he's literally got the ball and you're just like Millsy, what are you doing? And he's lit and he's literally launched it ten foot over our our own bar. I literally thought he was going to score an own goal. I mean, no, just right. I mean that's what I was laughing at. Just that that moment in that game. I mean, the scramble where um, the, the I mean, the, I know yeah. I know Ashton that night were absolutely livid. I mean, the 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 the, the, the time where it's lit, I mean, I mean Jazz is just on the line. It just hits his shin pad, goes across the goes across the goal line, comes off the post. We get it cleared, but I mean that that. That yeah. one where if you get if you get to watch a highlight, I mean it's on there with Millsy and honestly, it's it that that was a high I mean, we talked about it for yeah. weeks. How have you cleared that over our own yeah. bar? It's unbelievable. We're top of the but, league. Uh, yeah. I do remember yeah, it quite yeah. vividly that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So again we talk about yeah. we talk about Yeah. We talk absolutely. about them highs. Yeah. You know, we talk about them highs and then you know, then obviously after after that <laughs> You're back. A couple of days, yeah. couple of games down the line. Yeah, no, totally. You're slipping a little bit, and then you know it's it's. Yeah, because I think the uh, the Saturday we got done three 0 by Matlock. Yeah, didn't yeah. We? we did. Saturday, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We went Again, to Newcastle after. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I and I know for a certain fact because because we were because we were doing so well. I mean, after that Matlock, it was so mm. flat in the dressing room. It was unbelievable. It was uh, it was incredible. I mean, we just felt like, whoa, what's happened yeah. here? Because we weren't used to it because we were doing well. And it was just like, you know, I mean, you know, obviously, I think, you know, there was, there was, there was fights. What 
there was a, I think there was a, I can't remember who it was, but there was like there was a couple of there was a couple of fights broke out last last season because mm-hmm. of because of what what people were thinking. I think it just got people mm-hmm. were getting too hot headed, hot headed, and like I said, you don't you don't know what goes you don't yeah, yeah. when you're on a high and then when you come back Absolutely. down, you don't know what what's going through people's minds. Mm-hmm. You don't know how. My you don't know how people deal with she don't like football. stuff like that. Um, so she. Mine does. Mine, mine does. She absolutely loves it. I mean, she, I think, like you said, I mean, since mm. since we got to give her a New Year, she's Brilliant. she's got she's tried to get her most of all the games. Um, she loves coming to the. She absolutely loves coming yeah. to the football. Absolutely loves it. And like I said, I think mm. you know. Again, we talk about this community. Um, she just every time we go, to, every time she goes to Whippy now, she is welcomed by the supporters, yeah. the board, Chairman Eddie Mack. You know, obviously, because people see what we do on Facebook and whatever on social media. Um, mm. So, like I said, it's just uh, you know, it, it was you know to obviously again, it just shows yeah, what totally. kind of club I felt nothing but support. Is, um, yeah. You know, from them. Um, but for me, like like I said, just that I, someone someone didn't like what I did with Ashton. And I felt that I'd, like you said, I tried to be creative. I tried to do all the right things and everything we've said. I'm a volunteer mm. and, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So I, I lost my rag and I, I ended up, I gave him verbals on on Facebook. And I said, like, you know, feel free to volunteer. Yeah. You know where the office is. Get your cell down, bring your camera, mate, you know. And I, yeah. and, and it was my wife who who saw that. She said to me, what are you doing? Because you could see it written all over my face. I'm there like that. And, and I said, oh, I felt like we were bloke on social media, yeah. right? the pictures I took at Ashton. And she just she just looked at me. She went, Dan, this is supposed to be Hobby Club. Why, why are you falling out with a bloke? It's Hobby Club. If yeah. you're not enjoying yeah. it, mate, get out. Because I've got, I've got a garden needs doing. Do you know what I mean? I've got enough. I've got enough. I've got enough yeah. stuff <laughs> for you to do. Never mind falling out with blokes. And, it, and you know what? That perspective and that community around you, having people who are just able to just take you out of that yeah. scenario that you're in, that's going round, and just take you away from it and go, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. this doesn't matter. You know, get out of there. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Like I said, I mean, I mean, another another obviously our our club photographer. Yeah. he's just like he's just like the stream. Brian Merfield, he'll he be will. he'll be he'll he know exactly legend. what you're talking he's an about. Absolute legend. You know, because I because I because I know I because I know for certain fact. You know, when Brian sends me pics, he will be like, you know, but I, I'm. I'm not happy with the pics of shit yeah. this week and whatever. And I'll just say, hey, yeah, Brian, yeah. it's absolutely fine, mate. It's totally fine. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you know, the, it is what it is. He's like, what he'll say is, oh, well, we, we didn't have the light. We didn't have the, you know, but it's, it, again, again, you know, now, when, when will that ever happen? I think that happens once a season mm. when, you know, when, when it is, when it is pitch black and he, and you know he say he'll say, "Oh, the, the yeah, picture quality is not yeah. good." It'll happen once again. a season. Mm. You know what I mean? About oh, every single home game he's at, the pitches are absolutely spot on. I'll be the first one to. to and when once he yeah, puts yeah. that link in our group, I'm like, "Ah, bang, get on the pitches." Yeah. And even not just me, but you know, the lads will be like, "The lads will ask mm. me, where did you get them pictures from? How good are them?'" Yeah, you know I mean? and like, he, hey, he well, is a legend. I mean, he um, he was yeah, so welcoming when I came to the yeah. club to cover the away days and do the away days for you guys in the Gazette. Couldn't do enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Scarborough away because um, it was a derby. We both covered it, which is unusual. Usually it's one or the other. But for Scarborough away, um, we both had tic- both had yeah. a tickets, uh, both had a media pass, so we we were alongside each other. Um, and I I managed to catch Junior's goal, and Brian was working the other end. Couldn't it was like Dan, you know, yeah. there was no. It was just he was just so delighted that one of us had, had got the goal, one of us had covered it. And he's saying fantastic, brilliant, you got the goal. Brian sends me pictures of. You know, where he's trying his camera out doing different things, be it wildlife photography or the cycling and could or the cricket, Jimmy Jimmy Beadle the wicket cricket. keeping, you know. <laughs> I mean that's that's premium content, is that <laughs> get that on Doc get Jimmy Beadle, you know. But um <laughs> but again, just the measure of Whitby Town and the measure of, of Brian could not have been more welcoming to me, could not have done more for me. Really supportive. Um and and just absolute top 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 guy, you know. And oh, I I totally agree. He's a he's a he's a fantastic guy. And, and you know what? He's he's probably one of them. He's one of them guys at the club. If you know, if you are down and whatever, he's a he's one of the probably the first per. He's one of the first people who will message yeah. you, and he'll say, "Hey, keep your chin up. Yeah, Don't yeah. forget about forget about today's game. You know, whatever." And you know, I mean, there was one guy who I absolutely loved and he really, you know, really helped me with my mental health, mental, you know, my mental state at the club. And that's, and that's Dennis Wheeler. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Dennis, Legend. Dennis at the club, I seen him at Kisborough the other night. And like you said, I said, I said to him, well, I'll just give you the fist bump. And I said, nah, shut up. I'll give him a big cuddle and whatever. Um, and like you said, Dennis was a, a man who would, he would just, he was basically, he was basically like a second. He was like basically like a second granddad to me. Mm. He was just like he was like, you know, you know, you need to do this right. And he'd for you know, he'd say to me, you know, focus, focus, get ready for the game. Just these little things get you psyched up for the game. And like I said, the amount of times I've went to bully and I say, hey, can we get Dennis back? You know what I mean? Just, just to be, just, just, you know what I mean? Just, just to be like, you know, just to be there. I mean, even yeah. if it was home games. You know, if we could get, if we could get, I might start, a, I might start, a, I might start a petition. Get, get them Dennis back. Wheeler back at the club <laughs> because uh, it, again, he just he, he helped me so much with you know he he'd always be there if I was feeling down or whatever. He'd just be the first one to come over. Hey, it's all right, mm-hmm. no problem. Next game, we get it right. Yeah, and you know, okay for himself, of course, so much better after that. Exactly, exactly, and I think. Like I said, I think I'd I mean I'd feel down about a mistake what I've done in the game and I'd say, Dennis, did, what do you think of that? And he'd get and he'd be the he'd be brutally honest with me. Brutally honest. And I'd respect that. You know, if someone if if I knew I've done wrong and someone said to me, Ah, it's all right, I'd rather be someone to be brutally honest with me and go, Right, look, I think you need to do that better. Um, you know, what could you have done better? And like I said, obviously when, when he was goalkeeper coach. We'd work on it in training, and then next game yeah, came, yeah. we'd get it right. Mm. So again, he was a massive incentive for me, massive, mm. massive incentive for me, and and still is, and still is when I when I see Dennis, um, when I see Dennis Absolutely. at the club. He's Do you know what? Though, all the people to, at Whitby Town, if you know, they if they so listen, if they're listening to this, I think all of it, and this is a measure of them, they would all be mortified that we're talking about not enjoying 
even for a minute, even for a minute, that we're not enjoying mm, being exactly. a part of Whitby Town yeah. Football Club. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a measure of them. They'll yeah. really care mm. about what's going yeah. on here. Um, yeah. And you know, it's yeah, it's not it's absolutely. not the football club, is it? It's the it's the. It, I think you know what it is. I think it's because we care. No. I think it's because we actually care about football, and we yeah we, we just wanted everything yeah. that we did to be as perfect as it possibly could be, or as as good as we know just that want, we can produce. Yeah, absolutely, if, you know. The, yeah, Paul, I'd send you galleries, wouldn't I? And I'd be if it, if it wasn't absolutely like you know back page of the Times quality, I'd be going going to Paul, going, I'm so sorry, mate. I'm so sorry. I'm this shock, and and you'd just be like, yeah. "You're on about yeah. it's got it gazette, mate." You know, um, but yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But that's what yeah. we, I think. That's what that's our nature. I mean, we are the people who've put us hand up and gone for it. You know, um, you know, yeah. Shane on the on the pitch yeah. and us us off the pitch. But it's it's we're the ones who have gone. Actually, no, I, I want to play. No, I want to take the pictures. No, I want to do the video. I want to do the media. Um, Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. let's try and be positive and about the fact that we're putting ourselves out there <laughs> to to to, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that did from from my perspective, the most soul destroying part of something was after I'd spent like eight hours editing and rendering a video or sticking it up. You know, and had all the the players walking on and the the graphics and everything and, the, and all the name tags and the substitutes had come on. And then five seconds after it go up, I'd get a text from Goose going, that's spelt wrong. I've now got a 30 seconds worth of retyping and another eight hours of rendering and another 12 hours of uploading. You just just want it to be perfect. But I think if I'm just going back to what you said earlier on, Dan, I think like if I was doing that stuff now, I'd just think to myself, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. One player's name is spelt no. wrong. It's not no, going to affect right. the outcome. No. We've won or lost. Yeah. People are still going to. I mean, get... I mean, I mean. Look, I, I mean, I remember my first my first season at Whippy Town, and I'd go away, and obviously they'd have the programs in your changing room, and the one name I used to always get called is Shane Blaine. They used to always call me <laughs> Shane Blaine. I mean, and then obviously Gelly came. It'd be like it would be Adam Gel. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I don't think I don't think anybody <laughs> top Kayser for names. Who's no, Keith Willetje? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, and Jassim, poor Jassim, because obviously I didn't hear one. It would be, it would, it, it would be like, it would be like either Keith Willetje or it'd be like Keith. Yes. It would be like uh, Kieran Weldelji. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Hand in the got, sheet you, to the club secretary and he yeah, pulls yeah. the scrabble yeah. bag and says, "Right, lads, yeah. how we got to spell this this week?" Then, right? But you've got to think, like I said. Obviously, you've got you know. Obviously, you say about making a mistake early. It's not. It's not just yourself who makes mistakes. Mm. Everybody makes mistakes, yeah. and, and that, and that's just life. That, that's yeah. yeah. That's just life, you know. We all make mistakes, yeah, and we'll continue to make mistakes, yeah. But like you said, what you've got to think of, you've got to think that other people in life are making like major yeah. and more mistakes than us, yeah. I think obviously with us, with when you suffer from mental health, you think that the littlest mistake, mm-hmm. you know, you think it's a you're making a massive one. It's the end of the then, world. Yeah, exactly. And then when you think about it, you think. You know, you'll go, 
when you think about it, there's other people out there who are making life changing mistakes. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. so you got to think you, you know. Yeah, it's, so, perspective, it's, it's perspective. Yeah, you, it's just part of life. Obviously, yeah, making mistakes. Yeah. I, I, you know, a player from Stalbridge is name wrong, but yeah, there's somebody down south in a bank in London or something that take one character in and you know, yeah. wipe twenty million quid out of somebody's bank account or something like that. You know, all a solicitor by trade. Um, and I've had to get into the mindset of, and you know, look, I will make a mistake. I might make a mistake, but what's the worst case scenario mm. of me of me making a mistake? And and the worst case scenario actually yeah. is that that someone loses yeah. a bit of money, but I'm insured mm. and mm. they pay for my and so I'm yeah. so and again yeah. I'm not going to go out there and make mistakes. And this is not me being anything less than that yeah. you know wanted to be anything less than perfect. But yeah. but you know there's big numbers on some of these contracts, yeah. and you've got to get the mindset right that that what is you know you've got you've got to put yourself out there and and you've got to you've got to have a go i can't just i can't yeah. just go i'm sorry i'm not drafting that them numbers are yeah. a bit big yeah. no you know you've got to have a go it's like shane you, you know back to football shane you've got to go and you, you've God. got to step off your line and reach up for the ball you know <laughs> if you don't you don't you know you've got to have a yeah. go and yeah you might miss the ball you might miss the ball but yeah it's it's like like I said it's 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 either that or that I'm 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 a goalkeeper to you know I'll always think right what if I, what if I did that better what if I did that you know I mean the goal you know the goal the other day it's like the their their second I think it's their second goal you know I've punched it you know flapped it away because it was I mean it was blown at absolute hoolies being cleared up into the air ball spinning winds blowing. And you think, right? I'm just going to help this on, and then it doesn't pull off, and they go and score off it. Mm. And then people say, yeah, afterwards, you know, <laughs> you should have caught that. Age, age, you, fifty-eight. We are beer saying before about what you're giving me is what you would do if you were me, but you're not me, so you have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. But then and then like I said, obviously when you think about it, when you I, I mean I'll 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 over, I'll I'll think about it, but then it, it takes me a couple of days to actually hmm. um you know basically right, yeah, maybe I could have caught it. Maybe I could have done what Maybe I could have done this better. Maybe I could have done that better. And I'm just that kind of person. Like I won't. Like I'll be. I'll be a, like. Sometimes I'll be a real hothead in the moment. Mm. And then obviously, you know, mm. when it, it takes me a couple of days to uh, <clears throat> to obviously process it. I mean, I remember our last game of the season. Um, obviously against Radcliffe. Obviously the goals. What it was basically two two mistakes on my half. I mean, the first what first they've had a free kick, dropped it, tapped it in, and then the second one should have came for the cross. But at the time, obviously, I thought, yep, yeah, first one, no problem. And then obviously, Charlie's absolutely railroaded me for the second, mm. and I and I just I, I just bit, bit I just bit back. I, I mean, I bit back and I said, no, I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have came for that. I said it's a flat ball, and we had it we had it a real, you know. You know, a real, mm-hmm. a real, you know, ding dang coolie. <laughs> you know, we had a, you know, we had a right. You know what I mean? We had it, and it's the first time mm-hmm. me and Charlie have, you know, been at each other. You know what I mean? And obviously, the lads thought it fo- thought it was funny because I'm not that kind of person to start going, oh, eh, well, f you and f you. You know what I mean? I, 
I'm not that kind of person. I remember that the rest of that the rest of that day, obviously we got out the showers and whatever. I didn't speak to Charlie. Mm. I, I didn't want to speak with him. Um because I because I felt that he was in the wrong for the second goal. And obviously I went out second I went out second half and I proved him wrong. But then obviously, you know, a couple of days after you just think, right, I need to, I need to give him a ring. Mm. You know, and, and obviously I you know, give him a ring. Mm. And we just and we talked about it and that was it. Deal it was all done. So you know, yeah, it's, it's and, and I think heat of a moment, it's, crazy. You know, it's, it's massive. And don't be so hard on yourself in every walk of life. Just don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, bit yeah. bit more dull than mm. what you're doing, think, Shane. But yeah. you know, I'll get emails at work and mm. I'll I'll yeah. bash out a response. You you effing you! How dare you! How dare you say this? Yeah. And then yeah. what you've got to do is you've got to you've got to type it angry, and then you've just got to get up from your desk you've got to walk away you've got to go and make a coffee go and have a walk around the block come back and then mm. you de- you delete that email and then you say yeah. what you yeah. what with a measured head on you would say and you know yeah. football you don't get that you don't yeah. get that ability and in a lot of walks of life you don't get that time to walk away you know, this is what I would have said but I'm going to have a walk away I'm going to have no, a coffee I'm going to cool down and I'm going to come back and I'm going to say you, you've just got to yeah, got to do yeah, it. Don't, you and don't get that. Cause... Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Like if you ever yeah. find yourself in that position, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've said stuff in yeah. the heat of the moment that I've regretted. I think we all have. If you haven't, then you're not a human being. But mm. it's not. It's yeah. not me. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not the measure. You know. Yeah. Um, again, yeah. just don't be so hard yeah. on yourself, isn't it? Yeah, like you said, it's just obviously when you're in a dressing room. Again, what you like you just said there, you can't go out. There, say, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go walk out. I'm gonna have a walk on the no. pitch, and then I'm gonna come back and we'll have a chat. You know, you once you're in, once you're in there, and you, you're under the gaffer's, you know, gaffer's eyes, and obviously, you know, you've got to, you've just got to sit there, and sometimes take it on. You, you know, I think after that moment, you know, I'll, I'll probably realise that I was in the wrong, and um, obviously, I'll take it on the chin next time. Um, but again, it was just, it was just because, again, when we go back to, you know, that that unbeaten run we had, and then we had them drop, and then obviously we had them results where we were just fading a little, we were fading away a little bit. Then you find yourself two 0 down away at Radcliffe, and then it just starts mm-hmm. to build. Then that's when it starts to work up, and that's when you start to, you know, I remember just going in. I mean, I mean, remember just going into the dressing room and just. You know, started pointing the started pointing the finger and started a, you know, bought like shouting and bawling and whatever. And that's that is just not me mm-hmm. at all. I was, and then obviously when Charlie's basically give me it as well, then I've mm-hmm. given it back, and it's just it's just how it is, yeah. you know. Um, and then obviously afterwards you just. You just say, you know what? Yeah, and this is it. and this is why the you know, pro clubs are spending. Yeah, you know, they've got full time members of staff, and they're spending hundreds of thousands of pounds a year on mental management of the playing staff, just to channel yeah. all of that into mm. into where they mm. want it to go. I mean, we uh, Paul and I had a chat with Bully when you did the uh, the the podcast marathon, and we were talking about his time in the pro game at York mm. and he said like you'd have Monday off and you'd be down at the pub but then from Tuesday through to Saturday at three o'clock everything was geared up to just working you into a frenzy 
that you were mentally just absolutely fired mm-hmm. yeah. for three o'clock on a Saturday. What are you sending out yeah. on that pitch? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and this is yeah. you know, best you know, greatest respect to Bully. You know, this isn't this isn't last season. This this is this is York in the sort of early noughties. You know, this is this is like ten, fifteen years ago. And and the lower league clubs are, are working lads up. They're spending all week working their heads up into a into a mindset of right, I'm having this. What are you doing? What are you doing to people? Yeah. Do you know? And 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 you're you know mm-hmm. you're seeing yeah. it, Shane. You know you yeah. you're coming at you you're coming away from from games and you're fired. You're absolutely fired, and you're not. You're probably not sleeping, and you 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 know. Yeah. And, but that's that's the mindset, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm like I said. I'm I'm one of these where. <clears throat> I'll I, I I really struggle. To, I still do struggle to sleep. You know, the only time I the only time I'll get a good night's sleep and I'll get an early night or whatever is if if I'm with Claire. Hmm. Um, I think it's just the I think it's just the fact of obviously I'll do a stream, and then you know there's no there's nobody to really talk hmm. to really yeah. unless unless I mean Mum's still up. You know, we obviously we, you know sometimes we'll watch a bit of telly and whatever. But if that's not the case, then it's just obviously yeah. it's you by yourself. It's that loneliness. Yeah. And I've never, I've never, I've never really dealt with loneliness by myself. You know, I mean, especially when you know when you go when you go and stay in, when you go and stay away. Um, you know, when you went, like I said, when I went to Motherwell or whatever, or staying in or staying in digs. Um, you know, never. I just never. Um. It's never dealt with it really. Never dealt with it correctly. Like I just, I hated it being yeah. just there by myself. I just hated it. But now, obviously, you've got technology. Now you've got, you know, you've got different types of technology. You've got FaceTimes. You've got Skype. Yeah. You've got, you know, you can what we're follow, doing right follow now. You know, on social that, media. You know, so you've got all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, it just, I, I just never dealt with that. And obviously, you know, when I, when I'm at, when I'm at, when I'm at Claire's. Like like someone just said in the chat there, it's having that security in your yeah. life, mm-hmm. which is huge, you know. And obviously, when I'm when I'm at when I'm at Claire's, I feel that security. I feel that you know. Obviously, you know. I've obviously when mm-hmm. we'll 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 watch a series or whatever, and you know, I can see I can feel myself drifting off, and it's a good it's an actual good feeling because when I'm when I'm at home, and obviously when I'm in, I'll just be on my phone. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And we go back to social media. I mean, social medias, and you'll look at things and you start. And a massive thing what I had is I'd look at things, and I'd see people who look who look like they're having this yeah. this happy life, this happy yeah. life. Life. And yeah, you, and you think that you're not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just like you know you see people having you know you see people having good times, holidays. You know they've got they've got the they've got the comfort of loved ones and whatever. And obviously, you know at the time when I when I was going through all this, I just didn't have that. And I still I still mm. you know I still feel that. But like I said, when I'm when I'm obviously when I'm at Claire's and obviously with Claire, she's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you say about your wife Dan, um, you know, just a, a yeah, massive absolutely. bundle of support. Um, you know, she knows what she's talking about with the football side of things. 
she I mean she she's always followed football, she's followed Middlesbrough um all her life. Uh and then now she's like following with town. It's just like it's it's incredible. And you know, obviously coming to games and whatever, you feel like you can talk to her about football. Look, what do you think what do you think yeah. I could have done better there and whatever? And she'd totally understand it. Um so like, <laughs> so you should have called him. Probably. <laughs> probably. No, it, yeah. it is massive. Probably, yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's just having it's just having that security of yeah, yeah. you know someone there and just someone to talk to, um, which yeah, which, which, that, that's which makes it and you'll you ever get used to not having. Like I've mm. uh, I was in a, a relationship for a year, and it was my first relationship, and it's it's embarrassing to say it was at thirty six because I'm I'm just I'm absolutely dreadful at speaking to anybody that I have even any kind mm-hmm. of attraction to. I just because I immediately start panicking about about computers and mm. reasons, you know, I've got zero personality and what. So I just got pieces. So to have yeah, that yeah. body for a year was brilliant, and then to yeah. go from that to being back on your own again, and you just—it's not something you ever get used to. You know, you, you talk, yeah. you're not being able to sleep unless you've got someone. You know, or you, you're there. With. Yeah, just for me, I cannot absolutely. sleep on a night without a podcast on now. I've got like 20 podcasts saved in my library and I genuinely don't think I've listened to an entire episode of any of them for about six months because I just put it on to get me to sleep because yeah. if I don't, my brain's going a million miles an hour. Yeah. So and, I- and that, yeah. And that, like I said, I mean, I was, I mean, to help me, to help me with my mental, I, I'd list, I just listened to, um, you know, like when you put on YouTube and you get like the mm-hmm. rain noises or, yeah, white, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like like white white noise and whatever, and I just listened to that. And honestly, I, that was a really good therapy for me. That um, obviously, it just you just obviously you, instead of overthinking things, you just let your mind just drift. Yeah, completely. Or you'd have someone, or you'd have someone like uh, commentating in the back, you know, giving it all like, and your mind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean, you know, all all that mindfulness, kind of, all that kind of stuff. Um. Whale, whale song and yeah, uh, just all that yeah. you know, mind, mind, yeah, yeah, mind, mind and see, body, yeah. It's see how uh, see how that goes down with Whippy Town Radio commentary in the with background. Andrew Snow, <laughs> the whale song, whale song. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Snow. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, you don't. You don't need to play free from desire. Just play some whale music. You'd be sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had to. Yeah. I think for me, I've, I've, um, I've had to sort of drop, yeah. drop the. Um, I was feeling a bit of pressure on social media because um, I, I had Instagram was very mm-hmm. much my, my kind of thing, and I think I, I, I started using Instagram as a, as an amateur photographer as a bit of an escape in sort of late twenty ten, early twenty eleven when it was a very different thing to to what it is now it was it was just people with an iphone taking little yeah. pictures and saying do you like my picture and people were people mm. were other photographers and going yeah that's a nice picture oh do you like my picture yeah this is really nice um and that was just about my yeah. level really <laughs> um and then obviously i wanted to do football photography i love football and i love love doing the sports photography but i don't even put my name to it for years it didn't have my name on it because it was so mm. distinct from what I did in my day job. Mm. And I and I couldn't I don't think I could yeah. handle people people commenting on me in a way. So it had it had a completely different brand name, if you yeah. will, and whatever else. But it went rather well. 
it all went rather well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even as a part-time job, I've, I've worked in the football league. Um, you know, I, I've worked, I've had photos published around the world in, in America and, um, Whitby Gazette, <laughs> but, um, it, it's, a, it's a, uh, you know, and it's all gone rather well, but, but it got to a point where to keep up with what social media had become, being the lad with, this is a nice picture. Do you like it? It wasn't enough anymore. And I got to a point mm. where, um, I was taking pictures on a fully fully fledged Canon Canon One D. I was then editing them in Photoshop. Uh, I was emailing them to myself so that I could pick them up on this. I was then putting them through Snapseed to uh, optimize them for iPhone viewing, and then uploading them as a full res optimized image for iPhone to my Instagram. Hashtagging hashtagging the life out of it. Mm just to and and I wasn't even enjoying doing it but I was doing it just to maintain this momentum of the algorithm and because it it kept Whitby Time fans happy it kept um a few other websites that I was working for happy it kept momentum going and I had to just stop I had to just go actually yeah. I can't uh, this isn't my day job I've got I've got two children I've got you know I've got a family that that need need me and that's what I, you know that's what I want to spend my my spare you know spare time if any on and I realized I was like I was spending hours creating literally the perfect Instagram picture of a of a football ground mm. or of a of a, a photo you know so I'd be taking yeah. in a game I'll, I'll I'll easily take in a Whitby Town game I'll easily take a thousand images um and I was I was literally spending an hour to two hours editing one or two to put out onto Instagram and out to Whitby Time mm. fans and players the perfect picture from that game. That up here was yeah. going was just and that wasn't even my job. <laughs> that wasn't that was yeah. that was again that was hobby club. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing you know and and then what take one weapon and exactly for me a coping mechanism is at least i've now maybe you know we probably very similar story and i'm probably going over old ground for the for the listeners but i've identified that that was a problem i've identified that that wasn't helpful behavior that was the hardest mm-hmm. bit i think and and i've had to just be yeah. be brave in saying i'm, I'm just mm-hmm. not doing that anymore and so the instagram's still there um yeah. but yeah at the minute i'm just having a bit of a bit of a break from it and it'll get done it'll get done when i've got time mm. and i won't i'm not going to be a, a slave yeah. to the algorithm or or you know oh they say optimum is mm. two photo uploads a day or whatever i don't care what the optimum is you know and if you want to follow great if you don't want to follow yeah it doesn't matter because it's just social media and it's just fun you know um so perspective for me in managing managing my my health and my enjoyment of football has been has been the biggest thing really seeing the perspective seeing that it's it's mm. just a picture on an instagram uh, has been has been really helpful yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I, I don't know about the, the three of you but like since you've 
got your head straight? Have you started noticing other things? Like, like within my first three weeks of getting counselling, there was like the, the first session. I immediately felt a huge. I felt like two hundred percent better when I came out of my first session because mm. I, I went into it expecting it to be what you would assume a standard counselling session is. You come in, you sit down on a sofa, the stopwatch starts an hour, you cut off and then you're out the door and you come back in another week. But luckily the person that I'd found was um, my mum had grown up with her mum, I think, and she was training to be a counsellor as well, which was brilliant because she couldn't charge for the services, which was just absolutely outstanding for me. But the first night that I went there, I sat down in a, in the, the the space that she'd set up and I talked for an hour and 45 minutes nonstop. I felt sorry for her by the end of it. I just thought, literally, your head must be battered after listening to my ramblings for that period of time. But I came out of that feeling a hundred percent better, and I just started to notice things around, you know, around me and stuff that was going on. And I remember being in the shower one morning. I've got a little speaker that I put on every morning just to, you know, like having music going is my way of getting me going on the morning. Yeah, I listened. I was listening to some Pink Floyd in the shower, and I've, I've been a fan of theirs for donkey's years. I know their songs inside out. Well, there was one song came on and I was just, you know, washing my hair or whatever it was I was doing. And I just randomly heard a line in a song that I'd heard like 6,000 other times before. And it just said, um, I knew the moment had arrived for killing the past and coming back to life. And I don't know why that morning I just sort of went, fucking hell, he's right. (laughs) 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 Just noticing things like that that I'd never noticed. Or things that like it, it was almost like my brain was free to start processing other things, and yeah. I'm just wondering is that something like the three of you have experienced at any point since you you know you've got your you think you've let things I go? Enjoy my football you know, again. Got your head straight, what have you? Uh, yeah, gen- that's got to like, be. With, and uh, I just don't sweat it anymore. I I enjoy. I, I I go to football matches. I read football books and and stuff with a smile on my face. Um, and yeah, I think mm. I've got a bad habit of when I enjoy something, I turn it into a job. That that if I could if there's one yeah. sort of destructive behaviour I've got, which is that if if I if I'm passionate about something I will I will take it seriously. So I, I can't have a, I can't have a, a mm. half hobby. Like if I took up golf Yeah I'd probably that. be yeah, I probably I would probably be having <laughs> Hello I'd be having I'd be having this conversation <laughs> about the fact that you know, I'm I'm in a I'm I'm gonna be Tiger Woods here because because I can't just pootle around mm-hmm. for I, you know and and with yeah. the football even even though I'm not playing the game I'm doing it in in my my capacity as the the photographer or whatever but I turned that into that wasn't even my job I've got a job I've got I've got a proper job but mm-hmm. that that became yeah. that became my thing Snap. and yeah yeah and having gone through the sort of a process if you will that i've been through over the last 12 months of realizing that look this has got a i've got a cool it here and i've got to come away from this and for for to to protect what's going on up here i've just got to cool down here i'm enjoying it again i went to matlock last season uh whitby win yeah. alex white brexit al big goal uh had a cream egg after in dominoes to celebrate yeah. did uh al but um, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed. I had some beers. I had some beers. I had a cream egg with Alex White, and uh, you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't Alex. Don't do that to me. 
But I had I had fun again. I had I just did silly things no, and I had but, uh, fun and it was funny. It was like, <laughs> but I wasn't. But yeah. before I, I wasn't laughing. I was going to games and I had a I had a checklist of yeah. pictures that I needed to take. It's like oh they've signed a new player, right? I need I need one of him headshot. I need an action shot. Or like oh are they wearing the away kit today? If they're wearing the away kit, I need to get my my away kit photo list out because I've not got a picture of Jazz Suka wearing the away yeah. kit and they'll need it for the website. Like all of that just went and suddenly yeah I'm just messing I'm just messing around yeah. just being a football fan again. And yeah. with yeah. my cream egg the in the dominoes in Matlock. I mean this that's, that's <laughs> living living the life of a football fan, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing I'm looking forward to getting yeah. back to more than anything is just enjoying the games. Because I mean, you saw what I was like on that. Um, I think it was one of the first preseason games of the season last year, Paul. I was running around like a, I would basically like my ass was on fire. I just have this thing oh, where yeah. I've got it in my head that if I've done something, I know how to do it. If I've taught somebody else how to do it, they'll probably be able to do it. But my brain's going, they're probably not doing it as good as you are. So you might as well just do it. So that day, I was running around like a frigging idiot. Like, honestly, you wouldn't. I was, I was even stretching myself out. So to, yeah. to then to now be able to go back to a game and just pay me 10 quid and walk in. And even if somebody comes up and says, oh, the computer's broken, can you come and give it a hand? Yeah. And say, well, I, it's my choice to say whether, yeah, I'll have a look. Oh, no, I've paid me 10 quid. I've come in as a supporter. I'll have a look at it next time I come in, but I'm coming in for free because I'm yeah. volunteering to help fix the computer. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to enjoy those things again. And I thought about that with golf, actually. But I went out today and played six holes and couldn't hit a band over a banjo. So I sacked it off three holes from the end, just grabbed my bag and went to the club. Straight to the 19. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The only yeah. thing that was in danger Absolutely. of being broken today was other people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but um, for me, with your uh, what you said there, Lee, is um, obviously when I went to counselling again, first session, got everything off my chest. Mm. Um, I think as the sessions went, I um, I just broke it down really. So I'd start very early life. And then I just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think obviously it was like the first session got everything off my chest, and then the second session, then we then we broke then we broke it down mm. into into little sections. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously told her about you know past relationships. Um. You know, mistakes what I've done in the past. Um. My football, um, basically, basically saying that I was, you know, very overwhelming. Um, that's what she described me as, hmm. uh, very overwhelming. Um, like I said, I'd overthink things. Um, and like I said, um, once I finished that, um, obviously once we had like two sessions left, I felt like I was getting better and whatever. And then, um. Obviously, you know, I had a really, really bad Christmas period, really bad. Um, you know, I just I just felt back I went back to normal a little bit. Hmm. And then I was just and then when I th- th- then I thought I just want this 
year to end because mm-hmm. it's been a horrible, terrible year. Yeah. Um, and honestly, once, once, uh, and I said to myself, right, I'm going to go. I mean, my granddad, my granddad rang me, said, uh, do you fancy going to the Whitby game? I said, yeah. Why? I said, yeah, why not? So, I, like I said, I thought, right, I'll, obviously they're playing Scarborough, I thought it'd be a decent game. I thought, um, you know, I'll go and see every, go and see everyone. It'll be good to see everyone. It'll cheer me up. And it did. Um, went to the game. And like I said, I absolutely loved it. And it was even better because Whippy won. But it was because it was like you had all the elements. You had all the, you know, your wind, the bobbly pitch. You know, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, just to see, you know, a club again was very close to me as a supporter. And like I said, I, I believe when I retire, they'll, I want, I'll, I'll want something to do with Whippy Town. You know, whether it's whether it's a supporter, whether it's part of the board, you know, whatever it is, you know, I want to be there to you know to help. And like I said, I think once that that day on New that New Year's Day, um, it 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 just I felt I felt like I felt totally brand new. Hmm. Um, it felt like a real fresh start. So. Like I said, it was it was just I think that was the I think that was the turning point once the uh you know once once the once once the once the once the turn of the year ended. Once the once the year ended, went to go and watch, you know, a club who who was unbelievable, you know, who were fa- what's fantastic. Watch him beat Algeros two 0 and then went home a happy lad. So yeah. like I said, Obviously, it was pre making the dominoes and it would have been a weekend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I think I think that Scarborough game's um, again very very similar to where that turning point was for me because, like I was saying earlier, again it's going overall ground really, but it's like you look at you look at it, and at that point up to up to that Stafford game, I just I think for about six months I hadn't done the commentary that I enjoyed mm-hmm. doing. It was just like, it was very matter of fact. Usually me, Lee and Andrew or whoever was on, we'd have a bit of crack on air. We'd have a, you know, we'd have a good laugh about it. And I just, I couldn't even be bothered doing that. And then obviously to take that sort of two months away, just go to games as a supporter and not have to do anything and just enjoy the football. I started to get that enjoyment back. And then on the back of that, starting to get the enjoyment of, obviously commentating on the back of it because I'm enjoying the game Mm. again. Um, and as I say, that Scarborough game just felt like a completely different commentary to, you know, any I'd done that season. Mm. And obviously, when you've started getting things off your, you know, off your chest and started, you know, getting things out there, you, you realise that, you know, a lot of people are in the same boat. It's just everyone deals with it differently. Mm. I mean, I dealt with it with with some counselling sessions, and I mean, we've still got a service now through work where we can just ring up and. If we need to speak to somebody, there's somebody there to speak to. It's completely anonymous, which is brilliant. And yeah, it's amazing. There'll be days still where I use that because I maybe feel a bit homesick or feel a bit just set on my own because there's nobody else kicking around at mm. the minute. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's nice to have the option. It's good to have it because... Yeah, no, our, our, day, my employers are exactly the same, yeah. yeah. Um, 24-7, uh, anonymous. Um, and I'm sure, I think a lot do. I think a lot of a lot of big organisations do. So 
worth, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you do want to, um, you know, do want to keep it anonymous, do do have a look at what your what your employer's doing because, um, from what I can see, it, it's a it's a three three service as well. So it's a good good first port of call. Uh, we're, we're not really a, a very good advert Literally for volunteering anybody. or getting involved in non-league, non-league football, though, are we? <laughs> I just want to put the record. No, no. need to almost say, like, no. hey, kids, like, it is still playing football, helping out at your local football club is, is still yeah. an incredibly yeah. rewarding thing to do. And as yeah. negative as some of the conversations have been on this one, um, there's been loads of positives as well. And, you know, I have laughed mm-hmm. at some some of the stuff that I have been involved in and done following Whitby Town and being involved in Whitby Town. I could I could not buy it. Yeah. Could not buy you could have the best season ticket in the world. You yeah. could have the season ticket at the new camp or whatever. You would just not get the experiences that you get volunteering at your local football club until you've seen Jamie Poole balance an office chair on his nose and do a lap of Witten Albion's ground. You've not lived (laughs) as far as I'm concerned until you, until you're having, you know, it, it's just, it is one of the, one of the most rewarding things I've ever done is saying yes to Paul Connolly's invite to go up to Whitby and help yeah. out, um, and yeah, yeah, there's a there's a flip side to it, which is there's enough there's as much work to do as as you're willing to say yes yeah. to do, and that's and I have a feeling that's the same at every non-league yeah. football club up and down the country. If you if you say yes to it, it will need doing, and I think the only thing I would say is yeah, yeah. have go into it and as passionate as you are about helping out as passionate as you are about being a part of something know know what your limits are be it time stress um yeah family commitments you name it just just go in and and know know what know what you can do and and if you can do it do it because it's brilliant Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, I completely yeah, agree absolutely. with you. I think the, 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 as, as much as my time there ended, badly is the wrong word to say, but for me it ended badly in, you know, in terms of how I was feeling by by the time I came away from it. But like my, my last abiding memory, because, I, I mean, Paul, you'll know, I've said to you on numerous occasions, I wish I had your memories for, for these games because, like, literally the second I walked out of the ground, the last 90 minutes just haven't even entered my brain. I can't remember crap about the game that I've seen playing there. You know, I just know I've had some brilliant times. But it was in the the, the second time we went to do the uh, goal celebrations and player walkout things after they'd failed the first time. And all the lads came into the, the, the clubhouse and we had the green screen set up and the lights and everything. And uh, uh, I can see some. I can see what's coming yeah, here. <laughs> I, I thought I'd press record on the camera, so I'm. I, and I, I want to say it was Millsy was just stood there and said, "Right, do your goal celebration." He took one step forward to do something, and uh, <laughs> and John Tryman just walked straight across in front of me. <laughs> I was so disappointed that the camera didn't catch that. Yeah. That was 
just oh, absolutely. There was no way. I mean, we even tried to redo it. We said, I want that to be my celebration. So when we what, what, do it again, he said, when I'm studying in front of you, can someone just say, John, you needed at the bar just to get him a couple of that, that, That's my, like my, my fight what, what, in memory. What was, what, what, was the, what was the time when... Uh, Against the green Dan screen. Wore, uh, yeah, green so there was a floating, oh, a floating yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only goalkeeping kit he had was green and all you could see was eyes and teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember... I- I remember the one where I did the obviously last year when obviously um Dan obviously Dicko had a, a broken hand. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've still got the video he had of that a broken hand and uh he literally struggled to get his glove on and he's literally just he's just literally like that. Ah. He's just <laughs> <laughs> he's just like uh he couldn't even like. He had to fold his arms like this. Yeah, <laughs> he just couldn't do it. It looked more like he was being laid to rest than anything else. <laughs> Dan, yeah. Just in a big, uh, big transfer deal with Dan Dixon. No. So on his first put, you know, do you remember them little footballers right. with the big heads that he used to have in the nineties? He is oh, collecting yes. them. Yeah. So he puts his Facebook them, story on and saying, <laughs> "If anyone has a Nick Barnby." I'll give you I'll give you a Janino and a packet of Monster Munch. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, I'm flicking through, bear in mind I'm a 35-year-old married father of two, and I went, I've got one of them. I've got a Nick Barnby. <laughs> so I went up in the loft, got Nick Barnby out of the loft. So I'm like, right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send Nick Barnby up to Teesside. I want me I want me Monster Munch. So there is a there is a Facebook <laughs> messenger uh, fe- uh, conversation between two two sort of you know men in their early thirties talking about a swap deal for Nick Barnby <laughs> and uh, Janino. <laughs> I think yeah, that for the back page of the Gazette yeah. next time you're up, just yeah, no, he, he did <laughs> arrive safely on Teesside. I have had I have had confirmation that Nick Barnby's Nick Barnby's helicopter did uh, did land safely on T side, yeah. But again, crazy well, stuff yeah. in it. It's just, it's just funny because to... it's it's yeah. not all bad. It's not all bad. There are some glorious moments. I I had to laugh at um, Saturday's preview. Of, uh, obviously, I did the um, I did the question and answer for the uh, for the program, and. Uh, Honestly, whoever I think it was did Liam. I think Liam did it, and honestly, he's absolutely killed me off by 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 putting, um, you know, uh, question and answer with Shane Bland, uh, something like, um, ask, uh, see about um, Shane Bland's fear of sharks, <laughs> just like you know what I mean. So he's put that all over Twitter. So, like, obviously, like, the preview, instead of just saying, uh, um, you know, read about Shane Bland's question and answer in today's programme, he's literally put, um, read about how Shane Bland is scared of sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, no. That's I retweeted it. To, to be honest, I retweeted it anyway, but... You know, there's going to be 46 sets of away fans behind your goal now that are just going to go and dun 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 dun. 
Yeah. <laughs> gonna need it. I'm gonna need a bigger <laughs> boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rescued from the jaws of defeat. <laughs> I actually think though there'll be like a lot of fans across the country who will obviously see the gaming page and whatever. Mm. And obviously I've had a couple of people. I mean, we've got um we've got someone in the in the in the chat right now. And um obviously he lives literally down the road from Mickelover. Um and obviously, you know, I think he's been to a couple of games. Um you know, so like I said, <laughs> he's he's just said that I think he's coming. I think he's coming to the game on Saturday. Actually, he's coming down. I think he's coming down to watch. Um, but like you said, he's just he's just said there in the chat, I'll do it on Saturday with all the all that. But but yeah, but um, yeah, it's just like I said, the the club obviously it's got it's got me through very very tough times, very very tough times and. I can't thank him enough for that. Yeah, I can't thank him enough for that. I'm, I'm going to say I've made an amazing group of friends there. You know, it's. I think because we're all connected by such a great club, it doesn't matter who you are or what you are or what you enjoy. We're all there for one purpose, and that purpose was Whitby Town. And you know, yeah. it was. Yeah. It, it genuinely was. I think quite a sad day for me having to put into the group message. You know, I'm going to have to to take a step back as well. If I remember rightly. It was like three strikes in a day and a half. And Paul, you stepped back at one point. Yeah. And then the day after, Dan, you stepped back. But the, uh, the moment you stepped in, I was three quarters of the way through typing mine. Thunder and I'm saying, like, yeah, I can't well, send this now. I'm trying, to, I'm really trying to resign. No, I'm trying to resign. Yeah. You had your shout. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was sorry to, I was sorry to step back as well. But, um, but also. Um, yeah. I've, I by, I think that I think it's just part of what you do. You know, it's okay to step back. It's all right to say this is. I'm really struggling for time. I'm really struggling to commit to this. I'm really, and it's actually better for me to to do that again about perspective. It's not weak to do that. It's really strong to be clear with the people around you that that this is what you need to do mm. to feel feel good about what you're doing. Um, yeah. And again, you know, yeah, yeah I did step yeah. back from sort of full time photographer duties or you know, but but I'm now enjoying what what I, what Whitby is getting out of me now yeah. is is good stuff because I found a balance and you know yeah. blue I'll bring Paul in, I'll bring our uh, glorious leader in at this point because he can pronounce it better because I'm from Burnley, so blue Blue, blue, uh, yeah, blue, uh, that's the one. That's just that's what I blue said. That I, um, and yeah, that's you know, it's one. um, it's it's born out of um, a desire to still contribute and still still be a part of it, but mm. really struggling to keep up, really struggling to do it. You know, Paul's in Gibraltar, I've got two small children to run around after, um. That's life, you know. Mm. Um, but you can still enjoy it. You can still get involved. Yeah. You can still do stuff, um, and it's better that way. Better that way than it is to keep doing something that you can't sustain yeah. and end up having a meltdown. Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, I know for I know for a certain fact coming off this podcast, um, 
you know, to hear other, obviously, all your kind of stories. We've had a couple of stories in the chat as well. Um, you know, to to obviously come off the podcast. You know, I I feel much much more positive. I feel like I've, you know, even though I've spoke about it before, I've got it off my chest again. Yeah. So it feels like a it feels like a layer mm-hmm. on you. So obviously, it's like a couple of layers. So you get it off once, then you get it off it again, then you get it off again, and then I feel like you know I've got it off my chest again. And like I said, I, I feel so much positive. Yeah. Just talking now, you just even you know. I think there's, obviously... there's a certain degree of being able to talk to a professional about it and being able to yeah. to make that step forward yourself. But yeah. there is a whole other level in knowing that you're not alone, that there are other people that have had exactly exactly. It might not be the same circumstances, but they've gone through exactly the same situation in terms of how they felt. <clears> and you know, I think that's that's really helped me in that knowing that you just you know you, you are you're not alone. In, in like in, t- in terms of like I say with shared experiences and what have you, mm, definitely, definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we'll uh, we'll look to wrap that one up there, uh, gents. Absolutely, fan- thank you very much for joining us and for talking so honestly as well tonight. You know, it's been been absolutely excellent. I just want to uh, to quickly wrap up first of all by saying, obviously, issue two of Blue Sechiati is on sale via the uh, club website. Got to get the shameless plug in there for the magazine. From all, all good uh, all good news agents and some bad ones absolutely, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a standard. I've heard the, uh... absolutely. I've heard the magpies selling it, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lee Bullock's just trying to put it in everywhere, to be honest. Uh, but, um... oh, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, obviously, I just want to say as well to everybody that's listening and uh, listening on the live stream or listening back on, the, uh, on whichever podcast app that you are, listening to um if you do ever need to contact anybody um obviously your number for the samaritans being 116 123 is always a good one to maybe help reach out um andy's man club as well is worth a mention too i don't know if uh, you guys have heard of andy's man club yeah, I've heard of it. but um yeah they they do some excellent work in uh, in a number of different regions i think the nearest one to whitby is scarborough uh, but i think they're doing some online clubs at the minute as well so have a, have a look into that, andysmanclub.co.uk. Um, and yeah, as well, if you are, if you're after anything, just, just reach out. You know, we've, like we've said numerous times tonight, if, if things are getting too much, you know, reach out. There's, there's people to talk to. You've got family and friends that they will listen and, you know, they will be there for you. So don't, don't ever be afraid to, to speak out about anything, but, uh, yeah, to uh, to conclude then, gents, thank you very much for joining me, Shane, Lee, and Dan. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. No, see you a bit, fellas. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>